0: Today on the podcast, we are talking about pet photography. Hello and thank you for listening to this episode of the Ask a Photographer podcast. My name is Mike and I'm from Beblino.com. Today we're talking about pet photography and can we make money from photographing pets. And uh, given the bond that some pet owners have with their pets, I would say absolutely you can make money with pet photography. You know, I have a friend that uh, she looks after animals that have been neglected um, that she gets from the pound and looks after them for you know a, a few weeks or even months and then gives them back so they can find a permanent home which I think is absolutely wonderful. She has uh, her own pets and you know her house at any given time could have up to eight animals, um, mostly uh, cats um, but there are uh, a couple of dogs as well. Now I know that, what I've noticed uh, is that she is quite, I guess... Oh, I wouldn't say obsessive, but, you know, she, she loves them. And, and you can tell by the way that she treats them. She treats them like um, regular kids. Yeah. They're her fur babies, as she puts them. So when the animals, or pets, I should say, um, have a birthday, she dresses them up, gives them a cake, puts a great background just similar to what you would uh, expect if you were to take your um, your kid to go get a cake smash. And that's, in essence, what she's giving um, the animals, uh, especially her dogs, is a cake smash. So, you know, she dresses them up, puts the cake in front, and then they the dog absolutely annihilates the cake. And she photographs that and does that every, every year. You know, I, I find that very interesting because if you can find people to pay you to uh to do a similar thing i absolutely think you definitely can make a living from it you know can can you make a living just from photographing pets well i guess it really depends on how you market yourself doesn't it so i guess before we 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 move on we probably should talk about well what is pet photography And, and i think in its most simplest form it's basically photographing animals or our pets in the same way that we'd photograph humans and what i've noticed is you know there, there's a couple of ways you can photograph them, and, and that's just like you would have a, a photo session outdoors. Um, you can also photograph them indoors with lighting that was, you know, potentially set up for a human, you know, dramatic lighting, um, lighting that shows off certain features. And, and it's pretty amazing um, what some of the examples you find on the Internet um, are. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool that the extent that people go to, and, and just when you look at the photos, you know, you can tell that there's a personality with these pets, and that's what they're trying to achieve. And and, and uh, it's definitely um, a skill, because, you know, as, as people say, uh, never work with young children or pets. And, you know, with that in mind, for you to photograph a pet, you really have to be into pets. So you've got to be cat lover or dog lover. Um, and don't forget, it's not just limited to, um, you know, to, to furry animals. Uh, I've seen people photographing snakes and, and, and other type of animals. And, you know, the I guess if you can find a type of animal that you love and you can show that that's the type of thing you want to do and uh, and find the people that will um, pay you for it, well, absolutely, I definitely think you can make a living from it. Now, I guess, how do we find pets to photograph? There's a few ways you can do this, and, and, and I guess using your own pets, if you have some, would definitely be a, uh, a way to do it. And, you know, you, if you've got a couple of cats or dogs, that's a great way to start your portfolio. You know your own pets, how they, um, you know, the, the, their personalities, can they take uh, direction from you? And sometimes, you know, there are animals that are very good at that, and uh, sometimes they're not very good at that. And that's, there's no difference to working with young kids. Sometimes they, uh, they, they listen, and other times they don't. So um, the other thing is to think about your existing customers. I often have customers coming to me and saying, okay, we're going to do an extended family a portrait, or oh, sorry, family portrait session, and it has, you know, 15 people. My grandparents do have a dog. Is it okay if they bring... The dog with, a, you know, it's only gonna be a few photos if that's okay, and and absolutely it, it is okay because a lot of these people treat their animals as if they were their own children, and you know, it's if you want to take a photo that represents them as you know as the people that they are, then photographing them with their pets or even individually is um, is definitely the the right thing to do. You know, I've I've had uh, weddings where I've been told to include. Uh, pets in the photos, and even one wedding, the cat made it into the into the wedding album. So I'll just let you think about that for a second as to how much people love <laughs> their pets. But back on the topic of using existing customers, you know, there's a life cycle that we have with a customer. So you know, for instance, if, if we're a wedding photographer and we do other, and we do portraits as well, potentially you could start um, the customer journey with a wedding, and then of course they have their their child then you know um, you can photograph that and then of course as the kids get um, get older you know you're you're doing uh, portraits with the family and then you know down the track um, there's other types of photography that uh, that uh, can come from that as well we're always trying to i guess get the most of our customers and you know offering mini sessions or you know sessions year after year the same thing you know a lot of people don't update their photos because well you know how how much do we change um you know year after year unless you've got small kids you wouldn't change that much but think about you offering something special like you know a pets uh a pet mini session where you know you're you're photographing them and their pets or even just their pets by themselves i mean that's that's would have to be pretty unique in, in that sense and i think uh, a lot of people that would have animals, um, utilizing your own client base would be perfect. Another way to to get animals that you'd be able to photograph and, and build a portfolio, or even find customers, would be to use uh, you know the local ads like free listings. You know you, you've got uh, Gumtree here in Australia. You've also got Craigslist. You know sometimes these type of places you it's a bit hit and miss. You may get people that are serious, but then you also get people that are not serious. And you just have to think about just how much time you want to spend chasing these people up. Uh, another place where you can uh, find prospective clients or even build a portfolio from would be Facebook ads. We've talked about this before where finding clients for a portfolio would be you know, using Facebook ads and, and targeting very, very granular. You know, trying to find uh, people with a particular maybe type of pet, so a dog, of a certain size or breed would be perfect because that way you can narrow down your, your search to the type of animal that you want to photograph you know it could be cats, could be dogs could be reptiles you know really le- left up to you. And lastly if you're into photographing dogs then going to a dog park especially if you have your own dog and speaking to the other owners that would be um, you know a great uh, way to start a conversation and I bet majority of them would definitely um, say yes to that. Now, what camera and lens combo is best for pet photography? Well, this really depends on the pet, but a wide angle and telephoto zoom would be ideal. So, you know, if, if you're photographing, say, a, a, a smallish dog, then maybe using a twenty-four to seventy, or even a fifty mil or thirty-five mil. If you're that's if you know if you're doing it even outdoors or indoors, but if you know if you're photographing outdoors, using something like a seventy to two hundred. So you can zoom and you know uh, in and out, just so you wouldn't have to get really, really close to the animal, especially if the animals you know coming uh, running towards you or with their um, owners. Now, what type of photos should you take? Well, you know th- this kind of really comes back to the type of uh, camera camera qu- uh, kit. You can photograph the animals indoors, just like a classic portrait, you know, with the background uh, using studio lighting. Um, you can also do outdoor portraits in this very similar manner that you would photograph a young family with young kids. Uh, you know you can do the family with the animal, or you can just um, solely of the animal itself. So that's um, that's a different types of photos. You, you you know you you can start off with photographing just the animals uh, by themselves, and then as the session progresses, you know incorporating some of the humans in there as well. And I'm sure they'll, they'll definitely appreciate it too. And lastly, action photos. Well, you know, if you've got dogs um, or even cats, but I, I guess especially dogs, as they, as they um, will run around the park and, and, and observe, you know, other things that are happening around the park, you know, that's a great opportunity to take photos because, you know, we're not always just standing still. Um, and especially if you have a dog that you can't get to keep still, then maybe um, switching to, say, action-type photos or maybe the dog running towards you um, would definitely be the way to go. And you can imagine, you know, producing a big print for the client after. Um, That would definitely be uh, very striking to have on on a wall. Speaking of of, um, what you should do with the photos, well, prints, albums... Canvases, just like you would sell to a family that's after a family portrait, you can do the same uh, with a pet. I think, you know, a big canvas or a frame print of, of a dog or even a cat that's just sitting there looking, you know, strange to the camera, you know, can and you capturing the, the personality of the animal uh, would be awesome to have on the wall, especially if you're, uh, you know, a, a cat lover or a dog lover. You know, or even if you take a series of photos that you can incorporate into, you know, a ten-page album. I think uh, that would also be fantastic too. So that's just some of the products that you potentially could could make. I would treat it exactly the same way when it comes to um, selling prints and and albums as I would for families. To be honest, um, I don't think there would be any different. And a lot of them treat the animal um, as if they're, um, a, you know. Their own child, so I, I I wouldn't change that at all. If you're going to potentially market and sell pet photos, should you add the photos to your current website? Well, that really would depend on your current uh, portfolio. If your portfolio is predominantly portraits and you've got you know families and and kids and 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 um, just you know singles or, or, or people that uh, are couples, then I think you potentially add section in there for pet photos and because a lot of these people would especially families would have a pet if say for instance you you've got landscape you know landscape photos or you know um, architecture or street photos i i don't think that would be a good fit for it um, and that's when i think making a dedicated site for um, pet photography in your area would definitely be ideal and and you know of course you'd have to start somewhere and that's when you would go down the route of trying to build a portfolio which you know if you've got your own animals you could um, do quite quickly and then of course finding other people either online or even at the local park would definitely be a a good way of of pursuing that way well there you go i think that uh, pretty much sums it up when it comes to pet photography If you have any comments or if if there's anything that I may miss, please let me know in the comments. If you have a question that you'd like featured on the show, go to biblino.com forward slash ask to submit your question. I'd love to hear what you think of the show by going to iTunes or Stitcher and giving me a review and a rating. And don't forget to subscribe so you get notifications of new episodes. Thanks for listening. Until next time, get out and take more photos. Oh, look, it's a cat in front of a sunset.